0: You're listening to the ZipLine Logistics Truck Yeah! Podcast, where we explore all kinds of hot topics in the logistics industry. Get ready to learn, laugh, and get your freight on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the ZipLine Logistics <laughs> Podcast. My name is Jesse Jewett. Joined with me, as always, our Director of Training and Development, Teddy Lee Knox. Teddy, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's the most wonderful time. of the year but maybe not if you're in logistics maybe not maybe not we've got weather happening but most importantly what's on everybody's mind we've got the holidays happy holidays (laughs) h-a-u-l a A lot of planning
1: a lot of planning goes involved in multiple ways not just in the logistics side but like you know getting ready for family events getting ready to travel yourself to work if you still commute
0: absolutely weather events
1: Mm mm-hmm a lot of events going on.
0: Disrupted schedules. Yes. PTO, mm-hmm. paid time off. If you have kids, closures. Schools school
1: out. Daycare schedules. Babysitting schedules. We could go for days.
0: <laughs> Typically, during the holiday season, we see slightly tighter capacity. Mm-hmm a little bit of an uptick in rates, Mm -hmm. volumes increase, the aforementioned weather issues. This can lead to service failures, lost sales for our customers, retail chargeback due to lack of MABD adherence. Mm -hmm. So what we're trying to do is get ahead of all that Mm -hmm. to the best of our ability. Yes. A wise person once said, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. We're trying to do our best. Yeah. We're not going to solve all of the problems. They're going to come up, but we want to do everything we can to prepare ahead of time to mitigate the disruptions for our customers. Go ahead.
1: Sorry. Well, what you were saying before with um, service failures, I kind of want to talk about that just a little bit more. Sure. Because that was something that I just thought was like coming into Zipline. I thought everyone tracked service failures. I mean, as crazy as we did. So ever since I've been here, it's been checking if the driver actually arrives on time, checked out Mm. on time, is making the transit okay, and we actually record all of that. And it's really cool because we've had so much time recording all of that that it goes into Canopy, and there's that added visibility to show everyone. Like, if there was a mistake... This is what it was, and this is what we're going to do to fix it. Yeah. So tracking those service failures is a really nice way to actually get the data to see how you can prevent it from happening again, which around the holidays, that's really important. Like if it is something as far as lead time or knowing that weather is going to be terrible in the Northeast right after the holidays, you can actually get a little bit more time built in to pick up, um, make sure the transit has a little bit more time. There's things that you can do that actually make sense. And service failures, actually having them and learning from them is one of the best ways to do that.
0: Great call out. For those who are brand new listeners to the Truck Yeah! podcast, Canopy is our proprietary intelligence software that we've Mm -hmm. built in-house. It shows uh, KPI data, must arrive by date, adherence percentages, pickup percentages, cost per skid, total spend, everything you want to know about your uh, logistics spend. We've got it. You're you're tracking of your freight um, information that Zipline manages. We clean it up for you, show it to you in a very, very beautiful way. Mm -hmm. And it's free to all of our customers. Yep. How about that? We mentioned the holidays are coming up. Good thing is they happen at the same time every year. (laughs) We have an opportunity to prepare ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to talk about the six ways to prepare your supply chain for peak holiday disruption.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Number one. Over communicate. Yep. One of our top values communication here at Zipline. Yes. What does that mean to you, Teddy?
1: Well, I feel like over communication sometimes has a bad connotation to it, but they're over communicating. It's just too much information. Mm-hmm. It's not always a positive thing. But I think one of the things that we do really well here and one of the things that I really like is the fact that we communicate so much. And I think you can over communicate effectively. And that is using multiple channels. So making sure that there's sometimes where you're going to need to make a phone call and use email to get something across. You're going to need to explain things in a couple different ways. If it's something that is urgent, you probably don't want to send an email at all and just have a phone call and send a follow-up. Right. Um if it's something that there's very detail oriented, you're going to need, you know, all that information and it may even require you to use different visual aids in it. I think setting the expectations is really important and something that everyone in logistics deals with. Yeah. you know, If you're dealing with an issue, you want to set the expectations for how often you're going to be able to bring updates or what, you know, like the plan is going to be. And this is where a lot of people can get in trouble in general in life by saying like, I will call you at 10 a.m. or I will see you in 15 minutes and being so specific without being able to follow through. Mm-hmm. So being able to, to have all of that is really important. Um, documentation something that I feel like I stressed in a lot of my trainings is you need to have that internal documentation so you can quickly have the external communication. So keeping things in our system correctly. And then that also, again, all of this leads into Canopy. But, you know, having that documentation internally allows it to just flow through to Canopy. So people don't even need to ask. They can just view it exactly as they want. And that kind of helps with you know, the confirmation and asking for confirmation. Like, is this the plan that you want to go through? Is this how you want to handle this? Um, visual aids. I'm a very visual person. So that mm-hmm. helps me. Again, we have Canopy, but I like to use PowerPoint. I like to use numbers. I like to use data when I'm communicating just to get that point across, depending on who you're communicating to. Some people like a little bit more, I guess, like a, a softer communication right. kind of, opioid. You know, other people just want data and to move on. Um, And then being transparent is one of the most important things, I think. And uh, I think that Zipline is very transparent. As I just said, we show all of our service failures right right away. But again, with Canopy, that's there. So we're reinforcing the visibility by having the data right there for you to see. You don't need to ask for it. All you need to do is run the report you want to see, but then also facilitated by the experts on the floor that kind of reinforce that, that transparency for what it is. And finally, following up. I think is the most important part of communication. If you say you're going to do something, follow up on how it went, ask for feedback, um, or just you know f- even following up on something basic as far as hey, I got your order, thank you. Just just a couple things off the top of my mind. <laughs>
0: Hashtag over communicating. <laughs> that was that Came- was end point. <laughs> very in depth. I like to think that we are solutions providers, right? Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite ways to over communicate is we looked at your order, customer X here are three potential solutions. We could run it for cheap and potentially miss the MABD. We Mm. can pay a dedicated truck for this. We can run a team to guarantee it's going to be there. And these are the options. Choose your own adventure. Choose your weapon. (laughs) Um, And go from there. And then absolutely nailed it with the follow-up, right? Here's what you chose. Here's what's now happening with that order. This is what we can do for the next one. Here's our suggestion if there's... A um, shippers closed for Thursday of Thanksgiving and Friday, right, and yep. Saturday, Sunday. They're gonna be closed for four days, so we need to move around these things, et cetera. But that comes up to our next way to prepare, and that's building in extra time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Obviously, we don't like to wait till the last minute, until the last minute to ship things. That affects our ability to make the best decision for our customers. Mm-hmm. It potentially removes the tighter capacity that we already talked about. Yeah. So lead time and flexibility are, are always a good rule to follow. And especially around the holiday season, like I said, knowing that there's going to be shutdowns, people aren't going to be working and there's going to be shorter hours. I know we've had shippers like, Hey, Friday's our holiday party. We're shutting down at one. And you're like, okay, well, that changes things pretty yeah. dramati- <laughs> yeah. dramatically. We just lost six hours of shipping, but what does building an extra lead time or extra time mean to you?
1: what's up truckers if you love the truck yeah podcast you'll also love the other content we create here at zipline logistics i'm talking funny tiktoks weekly blogs informational ebooks client interviews and so much more to keep up with the latest CPG industry news and content, you can subscribe to ZipLine Logistics retail resources by visiting www.ziplinelogistics.com slash enews, or by simply clicking the link in the show notes. You don't want to miss out on the hottest expert insights on trending topics delivered right to your inbox. And you want to know the best part? It's completely free. So sign up using the link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the episode. Well, I think that this is a true challenge in logistics. Like Mm -hmm. you said, we don't like to wait till the last possible second, but that's pretty much like how I feel like this industry started off is. Yeah, it's part of it. Getting things at the last minute. But um, through my time here, I found there's a lot of really creative ways to build in extra time. And that is doing a lot of prep work in advance, like creating relationships with the shippers so you know how long it takes them to pick last minute orders Or know that the process that they like or that you can have BOLs waiting for them Mm -hmm. um, or send the BOLs to drivers during a certain time so you don't have to add that process into things. Um, Another way is when you have those last-minute orders for really important customers like Kehi or Costco who fill up really fast – We don't need the full order. All we really need is the PO number to schedule an appointment. Right. So we can get some of that stuff in advance and build shell orders or, you know, like, um, I guess, placeholders on our floor. So that way we know something's coming. We have the appointment. And when things need to move quickly, it's seamless. We're ready to go and we have the process set. Um, Also, you know, like not confirming all the details until right before we pick up. It's you know not advisable, but it's still something that we can do. And yeah. you know, you, if you have within the parameters of full truckload, it can still be done. Right. And the details are confirmed, and you know, with the right partner carriers, those things are possible. So there's a ton of solutions to actually build in extra time rather than just giving it to us 14 days in advance. That's right. you know, like that's not everything that it has to be, but just communicating what the issues are, and then again, what your expectations are. Is the best way for us to come up with creative solutions to build in that extra time so you can work around a potluck.
0: Yeah. I like <laughs> I like that example of the the last minute shipment, right? Like we need to get our chocolate covered pretzels to the Kroger distribution center yeah. as quickly as possible. We're working with our co manufacturer. They're gonna have something ready to go. Yeah. We don't know how many pallets it's going to be, mm-hmm. but typically our pallets are 1,200 pounds. Mm -hmm. We can't stack them. Mm -hmm. So at most, it's going to be whatever 30 times 1,200 is. Yep. 36,000. Yeah, close enough. (laughs) 36,000 pounds. So sell it at that, right, to your carrier. Exactly. We need a dedicated truck to pick this. It's going to be this max it's going to be this. If we if we show up and it's only 20 ballots instead of 30, that's fine too. We'll approve it very very quickly. You need to get on the road. You need to pick it, and you need to get on the road to hit that delivery appointment because it has to be there on the shelf. Exactly. That's a great way to uh, build in extra time like you said.
1: And it's not something that you can just like figure it out. You sure. know, like you you have to have some sort of standing relationship on all sides with mm-hmm. the customer, with the carrier. And then also with the warehouse partners, you got to let them know, like, hey, we're delivering anywhere between 12 and 45 pallets today. Sure. Like, we'll let you know as soon as it's on the road what we have so yep. they have the right labor. And all those things, once you figure out your process, it becomes so simple. And it's, it's no longer difficult. And I feel like for us on the floor, it takes, like, one load to figure out how you want the rest to go.
0: Yeah. All right. Next up, knowing your carrier holiday schedules. Tell me what that means to you, because I've got some ideas.
1: So that means, I mean, everyone has different different beliefs, different holidays, and different ways that they celebrate them. So understanding like what they're celebrating and how, mm-hmm. um, if you know, if they have any religious beliefs that you want to be aware of, and then it's also just as simple as asking. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> what is your holiday schedule look like? I used to do this a lot with warehouses. Like, what are you going to planning to be open? Are there any days that you could possibly close a little early?
0: Right. No, that's a great call. I think that also plays into LTL and refrigerated LTL yeah. sailing schedules around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Also, you know that if Thanksgiving is a classic example, Thursday and Friday or Thursday, everyone's off for the most part, Friday, Definitely limited staff for most LTL providers. So Mm -hmm. when you think about a retail delivery, if Carrier X would normally go into this distribution center on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, now all of a sudden Friday is taken out. So what does that mean? That's going to mean it's going to get pushed into Monday. That means things will be behind with already the Mm -hmm. elevated volumes that we're dealing with. So where a typical two to three days transit might now take five to six days or seven days and spill into the following week. So over communicating that information up front.
1: Mm -hmm. And you make a good point too. when when you have that those holiday changes for places that have sailing schedules. Mm -hmm. One thing that people don't always think about is, I guess, like the backup that happens with that, like to get back to the way that it was, like you have a lot of freight sitting there. And then all of a sudden you need to get it back out and get it in transit. And that can take some time to level out. Right. If you have any market events or market flips during that time as well. Things are going to take a while to get back to normal and right. there going to be those extra delays. So communicating that and maybe staying away from them at a certain point or, you know, again, like you said, over communicating those expectations makes a huge difference.
0: Right. Those solutions. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you want to pay the cheapest possible for an LTL pallet, but it might take
1: it won't deliver till next Double year. Double <laughs> or
0: triple the time to get there. Yeah, or run a dedicated truckload. Um, knowing or preparing, sorry, for known holiday surcharge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's the typical holiday surcharge in your mind?
1: So when I think of this, I automatically think of the layovers we have to pay. Like you said, the you know, like the warehouse is closed on Thursday and on Friday, mm-hmm. so you have to get it there to deliver on a Monday, but you have to pick up before the end of the week or end of the month. So. We're now making a four-day transit into a seven-day transit and Mm -hmm. you're paying for that extra time. That's usually what I think with the holiday surcharges, but also like you think about I think about the ports a lot, too, and how that impacts the market. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of imports coming in. I feel like California is the first one that comes to mind that impacts most of the market like that adds a huge challenge. As you have all those imports coming in, or maybe even none of the imports coming in, delays, and how that impacts capacities, volumes, and the prices that the market is going to be seeing that holiday.
0: Navigating? (laughs) Navigating. Thank you. Next up, we have ensuring order visibility. So as we mentioned, Canopy, that's Uh, a great one. This is an
1: easy one for us, honestly.
0: (laughs) P-O-X-Y-Z is now allocated to order number 123. Yes. It's in Canopy. You can see it right here. We're going to track it twice a day at minimum. We can put a GPS tracker on there. It'll automatically flow through canopy. You can figure out, you want to know where it is every two hours, every four hours, every eight hours. Mm -hmm. We'll ping the driver's cell phone and and move on from there. There's Um,
1: so many ways to do that. And also it has to be done differently and communicated specifically per mode. So I think that's something that can be confusing is you're used to shipping temperature controlled. And then all of a sudden you're shipping temperature controlled LTL. And you expect to get an update every 30 minutes like you normally do. Right. But now you're going to get an update every two days. Right. (laughs) Which is a little different.
0: Yeah. Setting the stage. It's funny going through all this and and a lot of it comes back to the first one, over communicating. Yes. Right. Setting expectations, uh, following up on those expectations. And finally, the best thing you can possibly do Mm -hmm. is working with experts who handle this every single day.
1: Where can we find those?
0: Zipline Logistics, 888 go zipline www.ZiplineLogistics.com. Give us a call. Ask for Teddy. <laughs> she can handle everything. No, we'd be happy <laughs> to help you. Please ask for Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd be happy to, happy to help you with all of your holiday-related shipping needs. Um, it really comes down to over-preparing mm-hmm. or understanding and, and setting the expectations and working together with a, a customer partner or a carrier partner to come up with the best solution. Mm-hmm. Um, We've been doing that for 16 years now as a business, which is awesome. That is awesome. We've been through a bunch of holiday seasons and handled them wonderfully. So over-communicate, building in that extra lead time. Knowing your carrier's holiday schedules, preparing for the extra surcharges, making sure your customers have the visibility to their orders that you need, and then working with experts like ourselves. Make sure that you're having a happy holidays.
1: Happy holidays.
0: What else did I miss, Teddy?
1: I think you got it all.
0: Nailed it. Well, it's the most wonderful time of year. Truly is. Give us a call. We'll talk holiday shipments. Thanks for joining us on another edition of the podcast. We will see you next time.